1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another live episode of AGP. As always, I am your host. I am Amanda Gillum, and AGP is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. Gem City Comic Con, one of the best conventions here in the state of Ohio, which will be next year, April 1st and 2nd, 2017. We also have Mark Kidwell, comic creator of Images 68, has productions where you can get some of the most amazing prints and the all-ages comics, Peanut, Put It, and Jelly, and Scott Comics, which also gives you some great all-ages comics Comics, like Our Supermom, and a little bit something more for the adults called Heart Case, and my fellow video podcasters, UVN, the Underground Video Network. So thank you all for helping and supporting AGP. We greatly appreciate it. Now, anybody who's a fan of the show, my guest should not be a stranger to you. This is my really good friend, Sean Forney. I want to welcome him back to the show. Hi, Sean. Welcome back.
0: Thank you. Good to be back.
1: It's so nice to have you. See, now you're doing it more often than like waiting like three or four Fifty million years to get on the show. <laughs> I know, I know. This is this
0: what twice in the same year already.
1: Yeah. Let's see. We did. Well, no, not really, because the last time we actually talked was for Star Wars. So it was actually 2015.
0: Oh. oh, was it? I thought. I thought we did one more before Gem City. I guess we didn't.
1: I don't think we that's got right. to.
0: That's we right. Were... That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So twice within six months. We're we're doing good.
1: Yeah, we're doing real good. Which we had so much fun with the Star Wars episode. You guys should definitely check it out. It's up on the website and right here on Talk Show. Nothing like nerding out over some Star Wars. Which, by the way, I know you like Star Wars and everything, but did you ever get that little BB-8 droid? I did not get the little BB-8
0: droid. Um, but I saw it, really? and I, I, I haven't got to confirm it yet. But apparently they're making a life-size one this year.
1: They are? But... My little one is just so cute. So, of course, I ran out and I bought the movie as soon as it came out on Blu-ray. And I brought it home. And then I found out through a couple of friends of mine that the BB-8 droid interacts with it. So, what do I have to do? I sit down and I watch the movie with my little droid. And my dog nice. and cat, of course. And it does. It interacts so well. And the scene where, Sean, where uh, Han really should have shot first, BB-8 yeah. turns his little head around and he dips it all the way down and he goes... Oh, it is the cutest thing. I caught myself talking to my droid during the movie.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> it's like, hmm, see, I don't need friends. I've got my droid. It works. <laughs> hey,
0: there you go. Yeah, no, I, I still want to get one of those. And then I saw the thing the other day saying that they're doing a life-size one. And really kind of want that. I, I think Indy uh, will love it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not really made out of paper, though. Yeah. Indy, he, he, by the way, Indy's his new little puppy who just loves anything with paper.
0: He does. He loves anything with paper and anything that, uh know, basically anything that he can get a hold of. But, yeah, paper seems to be his favorite. <laughs>
1: it's like, what did you get? I got a chewer. What does that mean? It chews on everything. Yep. I think the I think the funniest thing though is that one time we were sitting there talking and this picture comes up on Facebook and there is your dog up on the table trying to get stuff. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Well he he's he's graduated from just, you know, going to the uh the end tables to uh we were getting packed up to go to a convention and we set a couple of his uh toys, which he, he really loves tennis balls, but he likes to pull all the, the green fuzz off the tennis balls. So we only run play with them like when we're outside and we're throwing them around instead of him just sitting there gnawing off all that that green stuff. Uh, so anyway, we, we set a couple of those up on the table as we were packing get ready to leave. Well, he decided to get the bright idea. He jumped up on the kitchen table chair and then hopped up on the table because he wanted the tennis balls.
1: <laughs> you know, you're going to have to watch him because one of these times you're going to pack up for a convention and you're going to open up the box and be like, um, Steph, were we supposed to bring the dog... Um, I, well, he's in I, here. I keep,
0: I keep trying to pack him to go with us, but it, it keeps getting shot down.
1: Wouldn't it be great if we were famous enough to actually take our dogs with us? Wouldn't that be cool?
0: Oh, it'd be awesome. Oh,
1: what, what, when do we get to that status? That's seriously. I don't want to be like Uber super rich famous. I just want to be famous enough to where I could be like. And joining us today on the show for Gem City Comic Con is Amanda, and she go yay special guest my dog. There you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that'd, that'd be awesome. I don't know at what point that happens, but uh, I'm gonna shoot for that.
1: Yeah, that that that's that's my goal in life. That's where our that's that's my whole goal in life. And speaking of goals. You know, you're joining us today because you're you started your second Kickstarter, which you kicked it off on Sunday, and yes. here it is, Tuesday. Only what? 2 days, 2 days later, 3 if you count yeah. Sunday. And you're right. already funded.
0: Yeah, I I'm really shocked. Uh I I didn't really think it would go that fast. I mean, it's it's a drastic difference between this kickstarter versus the last one the last one we i think we asked for like seventy five hundred dollars this one we only asked for twelve hundred so i think that comes into play but um all the people involved in it have been really great with getting the information out um and i've been trying to promote it and uh i've had really great luck with um uh, podcasters like yourself and a couple of like uh, nerd-related news sites have helped share it and get the information out very quickly, and uh, people jumped on a lot of the packages and have, have been backing it. And yeah, as of uh, probably an hour, maybe maybe an hour and a half ago, we we exceeded the uh, the twelve hundred dollar funding. So now we've already started working on our first stretch goal. And, uh, the first Yay! stretch goal is we're gonna add we're gonna add, uh, um, we're gonna add uh, to some of the packages. I think uh, like twenty five dollars and up. Everybody that's pledged twenty five dollars and up will get a coloring book version of of the pinup art. So
1: oh oh good, and then they can show it to you, and you can decide if you need a new colorist, right?
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: I, I I've just been very intrigued and very uh, just I don't know dumbfounded in a way by uh, the the craze of the adult coloring books. Like I, I walked into the, oh not the grocery store, but I walked into to Meijer the other day and I was walking to go to like the garden center to go get some charcoal and whatnot. And here's a whole little display of adult coloring books. And, and they're all to, to me anyway, I haven't looked at them very in depth, but most of them all look like they're um, very ornate, intricate design patterns that you color. And I mean, I've seen a couple others where it's like you, you color some flowers or things like this. And I thought, with doing this whole Kickstarter thing, I was like, well, let's, let's make a coloring book that's, yeah, it's an adult coloring book, but let's have some fun with it. So it'll be basically just black and white versions of everything that'll be in the, the regular art book. There'll be black and white versions that'll be uh, available for people to color with crayons, colored pencils, markers, what have you, and just have some fun with it.
1: Awesome. Now we are we are talking about a Kickstarter, but we haven't actually said the name. So this is the Geeky Goddess, the Pinup Art of Sean Forney Kickstarter. So tell everybody a little bit about what this book is.
0: Well, it's it's basically like three years of me working on doing um some pin up art. It's all it's all nerd themed. It's it all came about um I don't know, about about three years ago. Uh I, I saw like a bunch of the stuff popping up with different cosplayers and whatnot. And um, I've always been a big fan of J. Scott Campbell. And uh, I just always loved the uh, the stuff that he does with um, the calendars that he was doing for a couple of years that were all fantasy and fairy tale themed. And so it was just like a combination of both of those. It just kind of struck me. It's like, I want to do some some pinup art. So I started off uh, a friend of mine who's, uh, she's a little bit into cosplay. She, she does a lot of modeling work. Um... I, I set up some time to do a photo shoot with her and that kind of kicked things off and, and the idea kind of evolved. At, at first I was going for for some different nerd themes but it was kind of a, a little more generalized in the sense of like I had some plans where I was doing like like in a broader scope. I, I had some ideas for doing like um, more of like gaming and, and elements of like like I was going to do stuff based on, you know, uh like gaming so I, I had like I would taken a couple of photos where she was like holding uh uh like PlayStation controllers, things like that. And so I was like that was the initial idea and I kinda I was like, eh, this is kind of what I want, but not really. Uh and then I, I talked with uh another friend who happens to be a model and again a little bit into the cosplaying thing and the idea kind of grew a little bit more and I started to get some better idea, better concept of what I wanted. Uh, and then it finally just kind of hit me again with, like, all the cosplay stuff going around. I saw these really crazy cosplays where, like, they took, like, like some of them were, like, something as simple as, like, Pokemon, and they really twisted it and, and, like, made these, like, giant pieces of armor and all this crazy stuff. And I was like, okay, now I have an idea of where I want to go with this stuff. Uh, so then I talked to a couple of other friends, again, set up some more photo sheets and a lot of stuff, and, just got a bunch of of photos of poses and things like that so I could use their likeness and and kind of throw them into some ideas to where I could draw up all these just different crazy themes that I had in mind. And um, uh, some of them have even come up with the idea they they want to turn some of these into actual cosplay. So uh, possibly later on in the uh, convention season that that may end up happening where I'll have like a cosplayer or two in – in one of the costumes that's based on one of the, the uh pinup pieces that I do. Um so like I said it's it's all like these different nerdy themes where it's like uh I, I went for like some of the classic stuff uh of like like Disney movies. So I did one that's based on kind of like a Captain Hook idea and just like a pirate and a mermaid and um I really like the idea of of uh, Elsa from Frozen, but I, I I went back to the original um, fairy tale version of the, of the uh, the Snow Queen and just kind of did my twist on the Snow Queen. Which now it kind of looks like I'm I'm playing off of the the movie that's coming out, but I, I did the print way before I knew that movie was coming out. <laughs> so yeah, it's just all these different ideas that I had floating around in my head and just trying to turn them into some different pieces of art and uh, having some fun with it.
1: Oh yeah, I can definitely see. I've seen The Mermaid, I've seen the one that looks like Sailor Moon, the Dragon Ball Z one, the Bounty Hunter, Erica Fett one. Um, I did not realize that the Snow Queen was actually based off of the Snow Queen. I As soon as I saw it I went, oh, Emma Frost. So Yeah, a, a <laughs> lot of
0: people think Emma Frost was it. No, it's it's actually uh, based on the idea of, of where the story from Frozen came from, the, uh, the original fairy tale, which was uh, shoot, I can't remember who the writer was, but it was, you know, one of those classic old fairy tales, you know, like Cinderella and all those different things, where she was the, the villain and supposed to be this, you know, powerful witch-like thing. And so I just kind of ran with that. Um, just kind of came up with my own version of, uh, you know, making some sort of evil queen that, uh, can play
1: with ice. That would be an epic power. I, oh, yeah. I I realize I realize though that I should never get powers because I would definitely be the bad guy. Be like, oh, <laughs> I can freeze people. Yeah, all right. Uh, no, and to you, and no to you, and no to you, and enjoy that frostbite. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. What would you if you got superpowers? Would you be would you use it for good, evil, or whatever?
0: You know, I don't know. I'd I'd, I'd like to hope for the idea of good, but, yeah, I I think there would be those moments where, you know, just get too upset with the situation and, you know, okay, you're done. You know, just uh, take care of whatever the heck the problem is.
1: I'm just completely honest. I would – me and – if I would have absolute power, I would let it corrupt me absolutely. I really would. I would still take care of my friends. Don't get me wrong. Like, people like you and Stephanie, you guys are safe. Like, you guys are cool. (laughs) But, like, those people that I'm like, um, yeah, I really don't like you, or, oh, you're my ex. Guess what? <laughs> you're in a world of hurt now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm chaotic evil. <laughs> so what made you think, what gave you the idea to go ahead and do this book and put this Kickstarter up?
0: Um, I, I wanted to do the book from the get-go once the idea kind of developed enough and I knew it was going to be kind of an ongoing process because I I had been only doing like one or two uh, for like the first year or so of it and did a couple extra ones after that and now I'm kind of down to like the last few that I want to get done um, and my, my whole thing with doing the Kickstarter was uh, it just based on the last experience it took me so much longer to get the, uh, the book finished than I initially planned so I I kept telling myself, it's like, well, if I do another Kickstarter, I want to make sure the book is done or as close to being done as possible. And like I said, I've got the majority of this book done. I think there's five pieces left that I want to finish. One's already pretty well into progress. And um, it made it a a little bit easier to, to go and get everything put together this time. Because we already kind of knew all the ins and outs for the Kickstarter thing as far as putting together all the stuff to, to get, to get Kickstarter set up and running. And well, we we had intended to start this thing um, next weekend, actually. But this past weekend, we were getting ready to go to an event and while Steph was going and setting up the last little bit of stuff, she's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and submit it for approval. Now, The last one we did when we submitted it for approval, it took about a week where they looked it over and they told us we had to change stuff. Well, we didn't know that they kind of automated the process and they made it a little bit easier if you'd already run a Kickstarter. So she clicked the button, submit, and 30 seconds later we get, oh, you're approved and it's up and running. So (laughs) that one kind of surprised us a little bit. So it was just like immediately I was I was throwing out messages to all the models that were involved, telling them, hey, spread the word. This thing's live. They didn't expect this to go live, but, you know, go go tell all your followers and stuff, and, you know, that I'm shooting out stuff. Steph was shooting out stuff, and um, I sent you a message to let you know, hey, this thing's up and running, and, you know, it was just kind of things like that, and it it just really took off, and uh, I, I owe a huge bit of thanks to a couple of the models involved because they were – they were like super diligent about sharing it. And um in fact, uh one of them we ended up hanging out with over the weekend and we had just launched a Kickstarter right before this event. We're sitting there talking at the event, she was all excited about it, and she literally pulled everybody she saw at the event and told them about the Kickstarter. And nice. was, like texting all of her friends and, and calling them and all this kind of stuff. Uh so you know, like uh, we we did all this stuff to get everything ready, but I, I gotta hand it to them for getting the word out and getting a lot of people involved very quickly.
1: Yes, thank you for making my job this time for the Kickstarter round very easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I don't have to go. Hey, so I have to take like the next two weeks off because all I have to do, I, all I can do, is talk about a Kickstarter for Sean. Now I can actually work this week. <laughs> there you go. Oh,
0: you know, you, you could take some time on the on the lunch break, you know, and throw out a couple extra posts. <laughs> oh, you know, of course, of an course. Idea. <laughs> okay, now, something, now,
1: that I, I, <laughs> something uh, I was noticing sorry. with your Kickstarter, though, is a lot of your – um for people backing the projects, you have a lot of opportunity for multiple different types of things that aren't going to cost somebody an arm and a leg.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we tried to make it, you know, cost-effective as possible. Um. And, and you know, with having the number of images that are in the book, I think it's like 17 total different images or whatever. It uh, gave us the opportunity to offer basically like 17 different packages of, like, say, just a print of one of the images plus the book. And we've got for for those that you know want to want to help out and you know maybe money's tight or whatever, uh, we've got a digital version that'll be made available through Drive Through Comics, which is uh, it's a, basically just a downloadable PDF. And I think that one's like three bucks. You know, you can, three bucks. You can go back. At, for as little as three bucks, you get a downloadable um, PDF of of the book that you can, you know, read, save it on, like, your iPad or whatever, take it around with you. Um, and then all the packages from there contain a copy of the book. Um, there's prints. There's packages that have the original art for the prints. Um, and Which- – uh, go, Oh, go ahead.
1: And what I was about to say is what I was noticing is even the parts with the original art in them, yeah, I mean, you're going to scroll and you're going to be like $200, $300, but then when you're reading, you realize not only are you getting the book, but you're getting original artwork. That's – you're just like letting people steal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's – trying trying to make it again, you know, trying to keep it cost effective. We wanted to make sure that this thing's successful and, you know, trying not to – Basically, like block people from being able to do it just by you know hindering the the chance by saying, oh, here's this this piece of artwork we're gonna price it way out of everybody's you know affordability, whatever. So, well, yeah, I just we know that to...
1: original artwork does not come cheap.
0: Right, right, and and that's why we tried to keep it you know as, as mm-hmm. in, in the price range that we think was feasible to a, to a lot of folks. Um. So, yeah, we've got, I I think it was like a total of 30-some-odd packages that you can pick from. And a couple of pieces of the original art are already gone, but there's there's several others. And there's uh, at least three pieces of original art that people haven't even seen yet, because it's a couple of pieces I haven't even worked on. It's um, kind of my take on, like, the classic monsters, um, like uh, Frankenstein's monster, vampire, wolfman, and Dracula, those those are still yet to be created, and o- only the Frankenstein monster piece is what's uh, what's been started, and and the drawing's pretty much finished, but the it, it hasn't been taken to a final image yet, so uh, there's still some still some surprises, if you will.
1: But if you want to get an idea of what it's going to look like, if you go over to the Kickstarter, if you click on updates, you already have a picture of what it's going to look where, how you're working on it, and where you're at on the on the pre the piece the priest the piece right now on the <laughs> <Yep>. updates. <laughs> yep. It's a I just turned the wolf I just turned Frankenstein into a priest. Hmm. There's yeah, a comic there for you. <laughs> By the way, that's mine, and you have to give me royalties for it.
0: Okay. <laughs> that'll, that'll be volume two.
1: Volume two. <laughs> Which I do I do love the fact that you're doing the monster ones. As I was scrolling through the very first thing, I was like, I'm, I'm going scroll, 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 and what's the first thing that pops in my head? Ooh, monster pin-up package with the book and four 11 by 17 prints of the werewolf, the mummy, Frankenstein, and the vampire. Sweet! Oh, yeah, I, You already caught I, my attention I, with that. I love classic awesome. monsters.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to do my spin on those. Um, yeah, I I don't even remember exactly what it was that hit me. All I remember is that uh, last year, flying home from San Diego, I was sitting. I was not with the rest of our group. I ended up uh, my seat. I was the odd man out, so I was sitting in between two people I did not know. And so I was sitting there doodling in my sketchbook for the four hour flight back to Chicago. And it hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do the classic monsters. And I started roughing out thumbnails of what I wanted to do with them. And, um, you know, I was just, you know, sitting there playing with these ideas and um, coming up with stuff like, okay, how can I do Frankenstein's monster? How can I do the the mummy and all this kind of stuff? And, you know, I had four hours of time to kill on the the plane ride home. So, like, I got... I'm pretty far in the ideas of what I wanted to do with them, and um, it's like, okay, these things got to be added to this this whole bit. So they're basically like my last few things to work on. It was a little bit little bit difficult trying to get it organized uh, for various reasons, but now I've, I think I've kind of got everything set into place as to what I'm doing with them, how I'm going to finish them off, and all this. So, game plan. Well, you I, know.
1: if if I since I know you and I know your artwork, if anybody can pull it off, I know you can.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I wanted something not only like, like okay, cool, I'll have something for this book, I'll have something to kind of complete this whole idea that I wanted to do, but I also, I, I'm a giant nerd when it comes to Halloween. I love Halloween. I love all the stuff that's tied to it. So, I'll have the ability finally to, to have some stuff that's kind of tied in with Halloween to do, like, you know, if there's a convention around Halloween time, it'll be like, hey, Halloween special, here's Here's my uh, monster prints and all these kind of things.
1: Come trick-or-treating to my table with money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you think they'll let us go trick-or-treating and use our dogs to go, this is my kid? Because I miss trick-or-treating. They oh, eventually yeah. told me I was too old. I'm sorry, that's free candy. I, I don't care. I will be 40 years old. I will knock on some stranger's door and go trick-or-treat for free candy. I'm all there about that. Yeah. <laughs> like this is my dog uh, that's my baby <laughs> in,
0: in in our neighborhood uh, we have yet to get the chance to do it but supposedly according to other people who live in our neighborhood we have adult trick or treating the kids go around and they go get candy from from all the adults and whatnot but the adults go around and they get like beer from all the adults
1: <laughs> so everybody we're going to Sean's place for Halloween y'all got that right cuz i've already <laughs> i'm now booking this now Trick or treating at Sean. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't
0: I've I've yet to do it. I for like the last like three years out of the like almost six that we've been here, we haven't been here for Halloween. So I have no idea if, if this is true. I was I was told this by somebody that lived in the neighborhood, uh and then I think it was it was like confirmed by like one other person when we were actually here for trick or treat. It was basically like Folks go and set up like the fire pits in their backyard, and when the kids are done trick or treating, or while they're waiting for the kids to get done trick or treating, it's kind of all peruse all to the neighbors' houses and grab a beer and sit down and have a drink, and then move on to the next place.
1: So, what's the tag on that? Drinking beer? Yeah,
0: <laughs> See, that, could, that could work for like pajama con.
1: Ooh, I love that idea. Oh, uh, I guess we should you mentioned it, so I guess we should tell everybody. Eventually this is going to happen. So myself, Sean Forney here, uh I believe it was Rodney Fike and we also had uh Chris Charlton, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we all sat down and we're like, oh, because all these shows, they start at like 9, 10 o'clock, so they want us to get up at like 8 o'clock in the morning, and we have to go to the show and build this table, and then we're there all day, and then where you have to go out and you have to network in the whole nine yards. And we were sitting around, and it's just like, dude, can't we just do this in our hotel room and our PJs? And eventually this is going to come to be where we're going to have a convention that doesn't start till noon, and we're calling it Pajama Con, and none of you can take it. It's already mine. It's ours. <laughs> We've claimed this. You can't have it. If I have to, I will go copyright this thing. There you go. We want this. Do you know how? Do you know how much more refreshing that would be? Not having to get up, not even having to really get up. Be like, oh, honey, it's eleven forty-five. It's time for pajama con. Roll out of bed at least. You don't have to get dressed. You can wear your PJs. That'd be great.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome.
1: Oh, I, I'm, I I'm surprised
0: that. That this is the first time it's coming up on, on the podcast.
1: We, did, we just haven't had an opportunity to discuss it on the podcast yet, you know, and we just got, you know, d- just think about it. Everybody just be like, yep, I'm good. And then that socializing, that networking of just like between each other's hotel, we can get like those adjoining rooms and things like that. Dude, that'd be awesome. Or oh, one yeah. of us just get like the little penthouse suite in one of the hotel rooms and like this section's this and this section's that and that section's this. That'd be great. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Be like, I and then when Mark goes, where's your shoes? Don't have to. It's pajama con. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm gonna make it happen one of these days. I swear I will. Be like a little mini con, a little one day, maybe two day show. Simple little con. It'll be ours, It'll work. Sean. It'll, It'll be work. ours. It'll work. Well, now speaking of cons, you got one coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Animatic Con down in uh, Cincinnati. Um, I, I can't think of the name of the like suburb that it's in off the top of my head at the moment.
1: Sharonville. Um, is it Sharonville? Thank
0: you. I, well, I believe so. It's close to the mall that's right there off of uh, 71.
1: Yeah, that's definitely Sharonville.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's called Animatic Con. It is. Uh,
1: it,
0: from the way it's kind of marketed, it's it's primarily anime and cosplay are their, they're, they're big things. Um, but they invited me to be a guest and, um, it is all basically a fundraiser to, um, donate to a couple of different charities that, um, uh, help out kids with autism. Um, so it's like, there'll be events like going on all weekend and, uh, all, all the stuff, like I said, it, it gets donated to um, these couple of charities, and there will be um, actually special places set up for individuals that may have autism. They, they're going to have like a couple of separate rooms set up um, for folks that you know that are dealing with that, what have you. Um, as well as I, I believe some of the events are geared towards that too. Um, just for the, 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 various things that come into play, I, I know one of the rooms is, is labeled a, uh, I, I, think they're calling it, like, the sensory room or something like that, um, to help out the, 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 kids and adults there that, that may have some sort of, you know, issue with, like, say, the crowds or the loud noise or whatever, um, there will be things like that that come into play for them, um, so it's, a, it's a really great idea what they've got going on, um, and, uh, like I said, I got I got asked to be like their, their guest artist. so um I I will be it's a little bit of a different setup than what I'm I'm used to, but I will be in the uh the vendors area. Um Aww. at least twenty one. So it's it's a little bit different. So I don't I don't know exactly how it'll play out. It's the first time they're doing a show. It's at uh it's at a holiday inn. Um they've got uh they've got a couple of rooms set up for the vendors area, they've got an artist room. And, um, like I said, they've got, like, a room that's labeled, like, a sensory room. But they'll also be doing panels throughout the weekend. Uh, I know I will be on one panel Saturday night. It's, uh, um, like, convention horror stories. I guess we're supposed to tell of, like, our our worst experiences or, you know, our crazy experiences from being at conventions and that kind of thing. Um <laughs>
1: So, yeah, we yeah, all had those stories. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, i've been
0: I've been thinking up a couple that i uh, had experience uh, over the last couple of years. So I think I think I'm well prepared for that part. Um, there'll be uh, some sort of opening ceremony of type uh, of sorts on uh, Friday, from I think five to six. Um, none of us have really been clued in as to what's going on for these opening ceremonies, but the the promoter is uh, talking it up quite a bit. So it should be interesting. Um, we have the intro music. that's about all I know right now.
1: <laughs> well, it does sound like a great cause. I know that they're working with the Autism Rocks and the Make it Fit Foundation. um I'm really impressed for a one year show that they have a few really cool sponsors like GameStop. you know that's a great sponsor to have, and yeah, according yeah. to them. There, GameStop is going to set up um, a place for them to play PlayStation Four games for free, and they can actually pick up some free swag from GameStop, which is always awesome gamer stuff. Yay! Oh yeah, yeah. That's,
0: I mean, they they've got uh, they've got a bunch of neat stuff set up. Um, I unfortunately am not well enough versed in the anime and manga stuff to know exactly some of the other sponsors that they have, but I do understand there are some pretty Good sponsors i mean they've they've got some really nice stuff um, I think some of it's being donated as like uh like door prizes or auction pri- auction pieces something of that nature um, so they've got some really neat stuff going on with that as well um, and uh several several friends will be there that are that are all part of the uh, cosplay community that have all gotten lined up for like doing different panels and whatnot but I, I know uh, a couple of them are on the panel. I was talking about the con horror stories, so I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what everybody's horror stories are and what kind of stuff we can ramble off.
1: Well, I know that you have plenty of stories because you've been doing conventions now for how long? Uh,
0: 2004 was the first year we started doing conventions, so that's what 12 years. So yeah, so yeah.
1: There's, there's- <laughs> Just, just a, just a few a years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is really nice to see a show that, you know, not only is it their first year, but looks like they have a really great lineup, have some really great sponsors. I can see that they've already had um, great feedback on some of the events that they've already had. Because I know back in February, I believe it was February 27th, they had an autism awareness event at Buffalo Wild Wings. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um you know, and it looks like a lot of people came out and cosplay, and it's such a really good cause. And it must, it must be great to not only be asked to go to the show, but knowing that doing the show, you're also helping a really good cause.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was the big reason that um, when they asked me to do it, that's why I agreed to do it because I knew there was a, it was a good cause behind it. You know, let alone the other stuff like I knew friends were involved and things like that. But just knowing that it was a good cause, that it was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm, I can get behind that. It's something I can you know, hopefully do something of benefit for it, you know?
1: I kind of feel bad now. Here I'm like, a Manicon, I'm going to freaking Indiana. Uh, I'm just going to go <laughs> hang out with my friends. Uh, oh, well, I mean, shame on me. <laughs> Especially since this one's in my backyard.
0: <laughs> well, come hang out for a bit before you head off to Indianapolis. and can... I
1: probably can. You,
0: my can, show... you, can you never share... know. Share share some of these horror stories with me before I go to the panel and then, you know, um then you can make your way to I, I forget which celebrity was it you were you were going to meet up with?
1: Oh, I'm just going to hang out with Christy and Mark.
0: Oh, okay. This this <laughs> one must have been the other show. I know you mentioned there was one show you were going to that uh you were going to meet up with a friend that would happen to be one of the celebrity guests or whatever.
1: Oh, well, he's there. Uh, Ray Park happens to be someone that I know. Um, we got to know each other a few years back when I was at DragonCon, And he's, well, he's like the friend of my friend Scott Maul, who used to cosplay as him. So they got to be friends, which got me to introduce him. And so he does know who I am by association. And, and you know, I was talking to him the other day. He's like, yeah, come hang out. But, I mean, it isn't just to go see him because he's like everywhere. He he's almost at every freaking convention ever where there's oh, celebrities yeah. at anymore. So no, it it it's just one, I wanted to go up there. Two, I've got some things I have to deliver to Christy and Mark because Super Nerd Week is next week. Come on. Has everybody not paid attention? Super nerd week's next week. Y'all y'all do realize what's happening all next week, right?
0: Yes, we got uh Captain America Civil War.
1: You already skipped. You <laughs> You skip Wednesday, man. You skip Wednesday. 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 May the fourth be with you, Star Wars Day. Oh man. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right.
1: That kicks it all off. <laughs> You're like yeah, those... Star Wars. Hey, Cinco de Mayo and Civil War <laughs>
0: Hey, that's that's what I'm excited about. I get tacos and Spider Man.
1: Oh. Okay, so how awesome was it when that Civil War trailer came out and Spider Man's eyes went that was like...
0: Oh yeah. Well, did you see the trailer that was released today? Well, it's actually like a TV spot, apparently.
1: No, I have Uh,
0: not. Oh, you got to check it out. There's a small
1: thing called a podcast that I've been prepping for all day.
0: (laughs) I I didn't know if maybe you had a couple spare minutes. You could have checked it out. There's there's a little bit more Spider-Man in the newest uh, TV spot.
1: Oh, more underoos. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. They all know what this means. I'm going to pull up the video... So as soon as I'm off the podcast, because YouTube's at the my fingertips right here, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, okay, this is mine." <laughs> yeah, no, we,
0: we we get to see uh get to see a little more Spider Man, and uh, he actually uh, you know says more than one word this time, so it's uh pretty cool. I'm I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I I'm a little upset. There's not a whole lot going on around here for uh, May the Fourth. Um. One of one of the theaters has something going on, but the only thing they're doing is like, um, like role-playing games and like drink specials or something like that. So there wasn't anything like too exciting. Like like some of the other, some of the theaters are around, uh, I think it was like Texas, where like the majority of places I saw they were playing it. There, there's places that are getting the uh, well, it's the special editions, but the original trilogy they're they're playing in the theaters for like. A week or two weeks or something like that.
1: Oh, but, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, but it's not happening anywhere around here, and that's kind of what I was hoping when I saw the theater post the event they were doing something for May the Fourth. Like, mm, yeah, no, it's they're they're not doing that cool of things. Still some cool stuff, just not not what I was hoping for.
1: Okay, so you're so you're basically hinting that I should do something here at the house since I have the original VHS tape.
0: You probably should. I'm sure you would get a handful of people coming over to hang out and <laughs> watch Star Wars.
1: But, yeah, next, it's going to be awesome. So we have Star Wars Day, and everybody knows, because I already went up to my boss. I was like, you know, next Wednesday Star Wars Day. And he's like, you're either going to ask to be off or you're going to ask to dress up. And I went, both. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to come in for a half day, dress
0: up, and then go home, right?
1: Yep. That's exactly the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course... Uh, We have Civil War coming out with Underoos. Yep. Yippee. And then um, you said Cinco de Mayo, so yay, drinking and tacos. Yay. It's not really on a Tuesday, though, is it? No. Taco Tuesday is going to have to be pushed back a little bit. And then we have Free Comic Book Day. Yep. So where are you going to be at for Free Comic Book Day?
0: Free comic book day, I will be at Packrat Comics in Hilliard. Um, I think the event starts at 10. Um, we'll be there from 10 to probably about 4 or 4.30 would be my guess. Because um, then we usually take off because I know it's not really nerdy in that sense, but we usually go watch the uh, Kentucky Derby that happens to fall on the same day. So, it'll be free comic book day up until, I guess at 4 or 4.30 something like that, and then it'll be Horse racing for thirty seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You know what the best part is, is you just did this Kickstarter. So in the and it's just beginning. So now you'll be able to do promotions for the Kickstarter during Free Comic Book Day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It, it that's that was why we were going to start the Kickstarter next week, and I was going to kick it
1: off at uh,
0: Animatic Con, get the word out. You know, start spreading the 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 information and all that kind of stuff and then Half Free Conflict Day, and then Motor City. And I've got all three shows in a row. It's like, okay, great, great time to get the word out, get everybody to go check out the, the Kickstarter page and all this. And we just basically got lucky with one extra weekend. So we get to run the Kickstarter for, like, a total of 43 days. Um, so there's all yes. sorts of room to add all sorts of stretch goals. And now we're at the point of, like, we're trying to come up with more ideas of what to do for stretch goals because – we got the coloring book idea that i've already mentioned um my game plan is to do uh a calendar and after that we're kind of kind of out of ideas at the moment because we didn't think it would fund this quickly so we thought we had a little bit more time to think this out so <laughs> i don't know there there might be something like uh, maybe we'll add in like a couple extra pages of art or uh i mean, who knows uh, we got to we got Forty, I think forty-one days to figure out some more ideas of what we want to add in there. If we uh, if we surpass some of these goals,
1: if we keep passing the goals, which we will, because we're going to get hit all the stretch goals. I know we are. Maybe right. Sean will do like the Cthulhu geeky goddess pin-up. That'll be interesting. Okay,
0: there we go. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I I'll, I'll have to figure in something like okay, I'll, I'll do I'll take somebody's like request for. Uh, a pinup or something. I don't know. I I, I got to think about these things.
1: Oh no, that'd be an interesting book too. You know that that'd be quite an interesting book too. Book two, the Kaijos and the Gods, where we take Godzilla <laughs> and Mothra and Cthulhu and make them pinups. <laughs> yeah,
0: then, I, then I'd feel like I was like working into Jay Fife's territory, and I just don't know if I want to do that.
1: <laughs> I I don't think I don't think he's going to show a picture of Godzilla as a pinup girl, though. I really don't.
0: <laughs> I I try to harass him into that every time I see him though, just just for fun.
1: Oh, uh, speaking of, you know he's going to be on the show here in a couple weeks.
0: Who's that? Jay. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We 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 bonded at Gym City after getting that uh, print. Oh yeah, we bonded.
0: Good, good. Jay is a super nice guy. I've I've known him pretty much since we started doing this, and um, no, I. We, we've un- unfortunately, I like, think, the last couple of years we haven't gotten to a lot of shows together. We started kind of going like different routes as far as like where we were going with conventions and whatnot. So it was great that he got in kind of like last minute with Gem City because uh, I probably hadn't seen him in about a year, and so it was like awesome to get to hang out and get to see him. We got to go to dinner and get to chat and catch up and all these things.
1: Oh, it was so funny. We stopped by his table, and you know, Tina. And mm-hmm. uh, Tina's a good friend of ours. And so we're walking around and Tina never buys anything at a convention. She's not nerdy or geeky by any means. Right, and right. He, had this, he had this Sons of Anarchy print. She's like, that's mine. Like, I've never seen her nerd over something so bad. She's like, you stay right here. I'm going to go get that. Like, it was like fangirl time. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen because she is not that person. She just just walks around and goes, can I go to my hotel room now? I want to go take a nap. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. But yeah, we're gonna have a huge kaiju episode uh here in a couple of weeks where we're gonna just talk about Godzilla and Cthulhu and Mothra and everything in between because he's a huge kaiju fan like myself.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah no, that's, that's great. He yeah, he <laughs> he's all over that stuff and um I, I always get a kick out of, you know, what he comes up with each year with, you know, like the different monsters and whatnot. It was it was really cool. Um, I think maybe like three years ago, three or four years ago, um, we did uh, a book that was, it was Scarlet's Field Guide to Cryptids. And um, I just put a post on Facebook for all of my artist buddies, and I said, hey, I'm putting together this book. We're going out to San Diego. I want to do basically Scarlet's encounters with all these various other monsters other than werewolves. Uh, It's like, it's open to your interpretation, whatever you want to do, you know, give me a piece of artwork. I'll give you copies of the book, so on and so forth, all this kind of stuff. And uh, Jay was just thrilled, like tickled to death with this whole thing. And I came up with a list of, I don't even know how many different monsters and, like I said, Jay was all over. He jumped on a chance. He's like, um, can I do, and I, I, I think I'm remembering this right, he jumped on Mothman, which I kind of figured he would. And then um, there's this other cryptid that was some sort of giant turtle that lives in a lake somewhere here in the Midwest. I can't remember if it was Ohio or Indiana. Um, but he jumped on that, and he did this, he did an awesome Mothman. I and mean, it, it, was, it was typical, like, Jay Fife, really cool drawing. Mothman. But then I was absolutely blown away when he sends me this other piece, and he draws this giant turtle with, like, basically like moss and trees and all sorts of stuff growing on the back of this turtle. And he uh, he did this, re- this really cool piece of real elaborate and detailed and all this kind of craziness. And then shows up to a con, and he's like, here you go. Gives me the original piece of art for it. And so now I have that it it's it's in my collection of Scarlet stuff that I've I've amassed nice. over the last few years.
1: Awesome. So it, yeah.
0: He he's like, again yeah, he's totally into all that stuff and that's that's cool. You guys are gonna get to chit chat about all that.
1: And you know me, I always love those nerd out episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Not saying that I don't love these episodes too. So you have what is it, forty one days left on the yeah forty one days left to go on the yep. Kickstarter, so there's plenty of time people for still being able to back this and helping with the kickstarter or the keeping on with the stretch goals. The coloring book looks amazing. I realize that it is you know just the black and white versions of the actual pin up. But like you said, I've seen so many people go, ooh, color. And people really do like to color. True, I don't have yeah. any of the adult coloring books. Mine are all like My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. But <laughs> Yeah, well, it,
0: it, it, it's something that came about. Like all these coloring books came about. And uh, one of the local news stations did a report on it because uh, I saw a thing pop up on the Internet too about it, how like it, it's basically almost like therapeutic sitting there coloring stuff. And, you know, I, I get that. I mean, you know, a lot of times when I'm working on stuff, that's that's the part where when it comes to, like, doing a sketch commissions, so I get to break out markers and just kind of get to shut off some parts of your brain and just go, okay, I'm going to go to town with some colors. So I totally get the idea why people are, are into these things and why it's become the big thing. And that's where I, like, jumped on it. I was like, okay, we got to we're gonna make this part of the whole Kickstarter somehow. And so, yeah, that's, that's where we're making the first stretch goal. There there might be, uh, if we can get things worked out in the next day or so, there might be a, a little bit of a stretch goal that bumps in between. Like our our goal was 1,200. We're setting the stretch goal at 2,000. There might be something that pops up at 1,500 in the next day or so that hopefully we'll be able to announce soon. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know where we go from there yet.
1: You'll figure it out. I know you yeah. will. Now, yeah. one of the cool things is, is like you were you were giving a shout out to all the models and everything, you know, because without them, you wouldn't have had the inspiration to be able to design a lot of these things, because a lot of them inspired you. But yeah. you also had another good friend of yours, Stratos, who actually um, helped out with the music for the video. Um, it's from his uh, Stealth Bombshell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He. Um... He saw the Kickstarter go live the other day, and I again because we were so shocked and surprised that this thing was going to launch so quick. I didn't even have the chance to talk to him uh, about getting a, a song or anything. It was like I didn't even know what to do for the video because the last Kickstarter, I had a couple buddies shoot this video, and that was that was like the biggest compliment I got for doing the last Kickstarter. I was like, oh my god, that video is great. The video was this. The video was that. And I got to hand it to my buddies that came down and did that for me because they made it look gorgeous. They made everything look as good as they possibly could and yet they still had me sitting there babbling about stuff and i felt sorry for them having to film so long so that we could get it all captured properly and and so you know there there was all that stuff that went into doing the last kickstarter we made this one so much simpler so i just did like a quick little simple slideshow that i kind of did as a teaser to say hey the kickstarter is coming soon and then I was like, oh, geez, we got to get this thing rolling. So Steph basically finished up the slideshow based on, like, the little bit of work that I did, added a bunch of stuff to it. And then Brian jumped in, and he's like, hey, do you need some music? Yeah, like, before I even really had the chance to be like, hey, uh, we need some something to go with this. And so he sent me over a song from a CD he released a few years ago tied with all his kaiju stuff um, since he's a, a big kaiju nerd himself. He uh, sent me a song. I was like, "All right, cool. That works with what we're going for." So, Steph added it back into the uh, the video last night. Got it rolling, and um, you know, so now we got a little bit more of a complete video to to demo what's going on in the book, and uh, you know, it, with all this stuff, and and you know, not just the Kickstarter, but with the conventions and the whole comic book thing. It's it's definitely one of those things where it's you know got a lot of friends looking out for you and helping you out and, you know, makes life quite a bit easier.
1: Very awesome. Now, I noticed, now, there's this inside joke between all of us that you're Instagram famous. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) You didn't think you were actually going to get back on the show after that conversation and not this one come up, right? I know you weren't thinking you were going to get away with it. I was
0: hoping for that, but, yeah, part of me kind of knew that that would happen.
1: (laughs) But... Going along with your Instagram famous, now you started doing something else. You're on Twitch.
0: I am on Twitch. Uh, I tried it out a couple times today because I had a little bit of hiccup with the, um, the uh, Internet connection, I think, due to our lovely Ohio storms today.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it's something that um, I got inspired to do uh, by, actually, uh, one of the friends that uh, helped model for the book, um, Erica helped me out uh, probably about two months ago. I I expressed interest in in wanting to set up and do Twitch and basically do some like demo stuff while I was working on commissions or working on projects, what have you. And um, she took the time to come out to the house and got absolutely everything set up for me. Set up all the, the software that I needed, set up the webcam, the whole bit. Ran me through how to get everything going, how to get people to watch it, the, the whole mess. And, you know, again, like I was saying about friends helping out with all this stuff, she's she's been a huge help with, you know, the, the this Kickstarter project, doing the Twitch thing, and has even volunteered to help out at a couple of conventions later on this year. Um, so it's just been, you know, all around a good experience and whatnot. But sounds yeah, like Erica's I, I,
1: becoming your manager. <laughs> right, no,
0: no, that that's still Steph's role, but she she's been more than willing to jump in, help out and you know, basically, she, uh
1: she could be Stephanie's assistant. There you go. So yeah, <laughs> she
0: she get, she got uh all this stuff set for me to do, do the whole Twitch thing and all this. And so I'm I think today was probably only like the fourth time I've tried doing this whole thing. Um but yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. I've I've actually made a, a couple of, like, uh, friends, if you will, um, doing the whole thing. And, it, you know, it's another way to kind of get work out there and get people to take notice of it because, um, I don't know, probably about a month ago when was the last time I got a chance to stream. It was on for a couple of hours, and I was wor- I was actually working on one of the pinups in the book, and so people were getting to see it created in the process. So I got to give them a little heads up of, you know, where this thing was going, what was going to end up happening with it. Um and I got, you know, I gained a couple new followers on all the social media stuff because they were intrigued by what I was doing. They liked what I was, you know, working on, that kind of thing. Um and uh one of them actually backed the project and uh has helped spread the word on all this kind of stuff. Um so it's just it's I don't know, just another avenue to to get all this stuff in front of different eyes. And I, I'm I'm enjoying it. it. Gives me a little bit of a a break to sit down, like say work on a commission, and get to chat with people from like all over the world.
1: You know what the best part is? Is you're gonna give a whole new meaning to Hey, I'm twitching.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're soon you're gonna be Instagram famous and twitching famous, and not in there the Miley Cyrus way either. <laughs> yeah. Come on.
0: Hey, I'm hoping to, to, to get the Twitch famous. They're they're putting on their own convention uh I think in September in San Diego and it's like I need another excuse to go back to San Diego in the same year. Even though I'm I, I told to, them not I'm loud.
1: Just, I'm just trying to get up there. I just really want to get out there one of these days. One of these days I uh, will get up.
0: It's 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 so much fun. I know it's such a beautiful city.
1: You know, it'll happen one of these days. Hey, you know what? We can get sponsors, and we can have Pajamagram there. There you go. That's all we have to do is get sponsors. You know, with your Instagram famous and your soon-to-be Twitch famous, I mean, we should be able to get sponsors. That's not a problem. I can see us doing that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning everything. It's all up in here, and it's just a going. Man, you should see the smoke coming out of my ears of all the thinking I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: hamster's really running, right?
1: Oh, I think I killed three of them. I had to put a new one in. (laughs) Well, you know, it's always great, though, to see you expand and finding new creative ways to put your work out there and for people to be able to find you.
0: Yeah, it's it's always an ongoing process. And, you know, some of it, you know, definitely comes across and seems like, oh, this is the new fad or that's the new fad or whatever. But uh, it, with this one, I, I really like the idea behind it because I like the idea of, of having a little bit more, not necessarily like one-on-one interaction, but th- there's a lot more opportunity for interaction where it's live, where people can actually communicate with you while you're doing the stuff. And uh, I i i don't know. I, I seem to get a lot of people at conventions and whatnot are always asking like, oh, how do you do this or how do you do that or, you know basically just stuff on, like, technique and things like that, that, um, you know, it's the same questions that I'm usually asking people, and it's like, this is, a, this is a great way to actually get that kind of interaction where people can actually ask those questions, and I can actually demonstrate it there on the spot, and well, yeah, that's, that, I don't know, I, I really like that idea.
1: Well, one of the really cool things about you that I've always enjoyed and with a lot of our other friends is when people ask your advice on something, you really do give it. It isn't like you're like, nope, I'm not giving out any trade secrets or anything like that. You know, you have your own technique and style, but you're always more than welcome to help somebody else who doesn't know a lot about the industry or is looking to actually critique and master what they're already doing. And you've always been so helpful with people helping them with their style.
0: Yeah, and I've always felt very fortunate um, myself being in that situation and and finding the right folks to talk to and ask and get that kind of, you know, that question answered of, like, hey, how do you go about doing this? Or, hey, I'm curious as to how you do this or do that. Or, you know, whatever, whatever these questions are that pop up, I've always been able to, I guess, find the right person to ask these questions to. And I, I guess that's my way of, like, you know, giving that little bit back of, you know somebody's going to ask me this question. They legitimately want to learn this stuff. You know it's it's nothing that you can't find somewhere else. You know it's it's nothing that's so such a trade secret that you know it can't be found anywhere else. You know it's not like a magician. You know giving up their secrets. You know it's 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 hey. You know you can go search the internet for hours and you know find out how to do this, or I can sit here for five seconds and show you how to do it.
1: Right. So with everything going on, I know you've got AnimanaCon going on. You've got your Geeky Goddess, uh, the pinup, <clears throat> sorry, the pinup uh, book with by you. And what else do you have coming up going currently?
0: Um, I've got a couple of projects that I'm working on. Um, I, I feel pretty okay in the sense that I can at least mention that I'm working on a book with Dan Leischer. I know it was, it was announced at, um, by Devil's Due at C2E2. Uh, called Lord of Gore. Um, Dan's drawing it, and uh, I'm coloring it. We've we wrapped up the first issue. Um, beyond that, I don't know where things are at other than, than Dan's wrapping up the, the drawing of like the last two issues of it that they have planned. Um, outside of that, I'm not, not sure on what information I can say about it or whatever, but I just know that I at least worked on issue one, and hopefully it'll play out that I'll, I'll work on the rest of the issues for the series. Um and then uh I've got a couple of other projects kinda in the pipeline, but they're they're just kind of uh in, in limbo at the because 'cause I'm waiting on all the pieces to come together before I know exactly like when I start on it, when it's coming out, and any of that kind of information. So it's you know, nothing too exciting I can say at the moment.
1: And then after Animaticon you have Motor City. Yep. Yay, Motor City. Motor
0: City! Yeah, and then, uh, well, Motor City, it, it's its one of my favorite shows. It is the first convention I ever did. So, like I mentioned earlier on that, like, we started doing conventions in 2004. That was the first convention I ever set up at. Uh, and as a fan, it was, like, the second convention I went to, and I've been going there since, uh, I think, 2000. It was the first year I went as a fan. So I, I've been at that show in some capacity or another uh, for like the last 16 years.
1: How cool is that to go as a fan, and then the ne- next time you're going back, you're like, you know what, I'm going to table there someday, and then you're just tabling there, and you're like, yeah, this works.
0: Yeah, yeah, It was it's such a crazy experience in the sense of like, you know, uh, yeah, you, you can sit there and imagine the stuff all you want and all that kind of thing, but... You know, to actually sit there and do it, it's a whole horror world. Because, uh, like, like I said, that was my first convention. The first thing I ever did, I had no idea what to really do. had no idea what to really go with. I was just like, yeah, I want to go do this based on some advice I'd gotten from a couple of other artists. And I went there, I set up, and the, the show opened up on Friday night. I, I was still waiting for my books to show up from the publisher. And... I'm sitting there with basically a portfolio sitting on the table and a stack of paper. And my only experience in ever getting a sketch at a convention was, was going up to guys like um, Angel Medina and uh, other guys of like his caliber and getting, getting free sketches. So that was my right. only understanding of how this stuff worked is people did sketches for free. So I sat there on Friday night doing sketches for free. And you know, people were basically, you know, when they would come up and get a sketch, i they'd like basically give me a tip, I'm like okay. And everybody kept saying, well, you should at least charge something for it. Charge something for it. So I think in that first weekend, we ended up like uh, like little eight and a half by eleven sketches for like three dollars. And mm. I was busy the entire weekend. I had no idea what to expect. No idea. To, what I was getting myself into. And it's, you know, I learned my lesson really quick on that one, but you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, I had no idea what to do, what to, what I was going to get out of it or anything. And And now um,
1: here it is at 2016. And he's like, I've almost mastered this. I've almost got it. great. I (laughs) I, I still don't have
0: it mastered. I still sit there and go, you know what? I, I, I used to crank out like 12 of these things a day. Now I can do like four a day. What, what happened? (laughs)
1: they probably got a lot more bigger and more detailed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And, and and started adding a lot more stuff to them and all this kind of craziness. So it's, you know, it's, it's an ongoing learning experience.
1: And it always will be. That's just one of them. That's part of this industry. So here we are at the eight o'clock mark. Surprise, surprise. When did that happen? So go ahead and (laughs) tell everybody where they can find one, the Kickstarter and then two, any updates about shows, conventions, Obviously, updates on the Kickstarter if they're not like they don't have a Kickstarter account yet, and they're still just going. Hmm. Yes. No. Let's see what some of the or if anybody wants to just hear any updates, where can they find you?
0: All right. So the Kickstarter. uh, If you go to Kickstarter and you search either my name or Geeky Goddesses, uh, the Kickstarter should pop up. Um, But if you're having any trouble finding it, I've got links posted on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com/slash. Sean Forney Illustration, and then I've also got links and all the other info on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. They are all uh, at Sean Forney Art, and uh, my new Twitch account is twitch.tv slash Sean Forney Art.
1: All right, everybody, so go make sure, just start typing in Sean Forney because it's everywhere. Sean Forney Art. You cannot go wrong. And that is Sean, S-E-A-N, Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y. And, of course, Sean, thank you so much for contacting me and telling me that you wanted to be on the show. You're always welcome on this show. It's so good to have you back.
0: Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for helping me get the word out on the Kickstarter and uh, everything else in between and all the other craziness that will later ensue.
1: Always, always. It has been my pleasure. And if I don't get to see you at AdamanaCon, then I will see you in two weeks at Motor City, my first Motor City. This will be exciting.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy it.
1: Well, the boss is going to be there, so I sort of kind of went, hmm, I'm going to go. <laughs> there you go. But as always, as always, everybody, you know, always make sure that you check out everything about my guests. Go back the geeky goddesses. He's got my 30 bucks on the monster thing. So yay. And, of course, if you want to learn more about AGP, we're always live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Unless there's somebody like my last guest who's like, oh, I'm in Chicago and I have to get ready for new comic book Wednesday so we can't start till 10 o'clock at night. Oh, man. (laughs) But other than that, we are always at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, Kurt. I had to make fun of you. You're my buddy. I love you, though. And then, of course, make sure that you check out our sponsors of Hazen Productions, Scott Comics, Gem City Comic Con, the Underground Video Network work and mr mark kidwell himself and on that note everybody enjoy your comics and if you're a, if you want to be an artist keep drawing that's the only way you're going to really increase your talent and we all hope that you have a great night and for me and sean we just hope we survive these storms y'all have a great night bye and it's not wanting to end the show <laughs>